This episode is brought to you by Parkdale Intelligence, world-class strategic marketing consultants. What's going on, everybody? This is Samir Azizi, and you're listening to Azizi Podcast. Our guest today is Wayne Chen. He is the CEO and co-founder of YukaPay, a leading crypto payment platform that is changing the way we transact online and in person as well. Of course, enjoy the show and don't forget to like and subscribe to this podcast on any platform that you're currently using. Wayne, tell me about YukaPay. Yeah, I'd love to. Well, thanks for having me here. Um, I am the CEO and co-founder of YukaPay, along with my other two co-founders, Tomo and Nancy. Uh, we are a B2B cryptocurrency payment gateway, and we enable payments from crypto to dollars, crypto to stable coins. We have two channels. One is our online payment facilitation for invoicing, subscriptions, APIs, as well as payment links. And on our in-person channel, we also have our point of sale facilitation. So we are partnered with some of the biggest uh, acquirers in the country, and we are helping them enable crypto payments at the in-person level. So you have your debit card, your credit card, and then you have crypto as a third option that's going to be so seamless and enabled on day-to-day purchases of goods and services. Hey, listen, man, the first time I saw you was last year at the Futurist Conference. You had a booth there. I remember seeing you there. And uh, the name is like Yukape. It was like, for some reason, very memorable. How did you come up with this name? Oh, I'm really glad you asked. Um, so it's uh, a bit uh, scientific, um, but long story short, uh, I'm a biology fan and the uh, cellular or molecular uh, cell of eukaryote or eukaryotic cells is the is what powers all living things in the world and so i took the thing that powers everything in the world and i merged it with pay and uh that is our vision it, it's our um ambition to be global and as well uh power the businesses and the financial infrastructure of the world just uh, in the same way that the the cells power everything in our world oh my god you're really really putting some thought into it wow i really love it man but I'll, so, I mean, you know that and then let, let the audience know as well. I'm your customer. My corporation is recently signed with you and I've been using your services and I've been like, oh, my God, this is so smooth, smooth. You know, one of some of my clients, they, they pay me in crypto. And uh, basically what's happening is uh, they pay me with crypto and then I'm using you guys so that they can send um, their crypto to YukaPay, and then you guys can directly send it to my bank account in Canadian dollars uh, directly there. I mean, it was just so smooth and so convenient and just great and transparent. I just thought like, wow, a lot of people should know about the service because more and more people are getting paid in crypto. So I'm really impressed. And, uh, you know, for me personally, it was just kind of like a lifesaver. So if you don't mind me asking, like, how did you come up with this idea creating YukaPay? Like, at what point did you decide, like, were you always like this crypto head, kind of like always in crypto and all of that? Like, what happened? What triggered it? Yeah, that's an excellent question. And thank you so much for that positive feedback. Uh, we, we love um, hearing from our customers. And uh, I would say that, um, you know, having entered the crypto space many years ago, I uh, was also in a position where I was making uh, invoices, and I was trying to accept payments, but much of the headache was around having multiple different wallets to catch the different cryptos. 
having to do with the currency volatility that comes in um, and also managing it on your own personal balance sheet and um, re rebalancing your portfolio. There's also this headache of accounting and mm -hmm. the uh, taxation concerns. Um, and also uh, you have to be a trader in some sense. So when you do catch the crypto, whether it's Bitcoin or uh, Ethereum or any of the other major cryptos, you have to be your own trader. And um, most of the people that are in this position have to manage their own treasury, um, either on a centralized exchange, uh, either on multiple different wallets, and then figure out what's the most optimal path to off-ramp or take crypto and convert it back into real-world dollars that we can use to pay payroll uh, vendors and other things that are in our day-to-day in our -day that we can't yet pay with crypto. But of course, you uh, and I know that the mission that we have here is to uh, increase and broaden the crypto economy to build that up so that we can have more places to spend crypto and uh, enable it as a global money. What was the like, biggest challenge creating this company? Because again, Canada, man, out of all countries, this is like one of the most regulated countries, especially for crypto. I mean, this country really is not a fan, I would say, or maybe the other ways. I mean, other people would say it's actually a fan, but that's why, because that's why Canada tries to regulate it so that they can use it. Uh, and you are an example. So like, wasn't that hard for you to like start this whole thing because you're doing the KYB thing, KYC thing. I mean, you're partnering with banks, you know, the, the fact that my Canadian bank just receives it with no problem at all. That's huge, man. Like not a lot of companies can accomplish that. And yet you've done that. How did that, how did you accomplish that? How hard was that? Yeah, it's a, that's a great question. So um, I have to uh, call on the strength of our team as well as experience uh, in compliance and regulation, we do prioritize that, that first uh, at UKPay. Um, I come from a background where I spent over 10 years, over a decade on Bay Street and uh, familiarity with um, experience and, and best practices of banking, capital markets, FX, um, and the entire space that operates the financial system in the country. Uh, and I had a unique opportunity in the last few years to join uh, one of the uh, premier advisory boards of the country called the Retail Payment Advisory Committee. I've been part of that, sitting alongside and contributing to other payment stewards, uh, such as companies like Wealthsimple and, and, and Stripe and others. Uh, we have been at the forefront of shaping the legislation, uh, contributing to it in the country. In addition to that, um, there's a lot of re regulation uh, that governs the work that we do, but we need those guardrails, especially from the events that we've seen in the past uh, year or so. And, uh, you know, by prioritizing compliance first and being FinTrack regulated, which is the regulator that's in Canada for money service business, um, we we put that at the forefront of everything that, everything that we do. And while our growth has been steady, um, you know, Study is good because you can build properly. You can build the the right foundation uh, for uh, payments facilitation and for the right uh, detective and pre uh, preventative controls in your business. And um, we see that really playing out now as we start scaling up and seeing more transaction volumes with that very strong base behind us. But absolutely, there there is a lot of headwinds uh, in in the country in terms of how banks, how the government sees crypto, 
Um, we've been at this for many, many years. And one of our co-founders was a founding member of the Ethereum uh, team as well. Wait, so hold on a second. Through... Your co-founder is a, also a co-founder of Ethereum? Yeah, we do have a, a founding member uh, of Ethereum that is one of our co-founders. That's crazy, so... man. I had no clue. What? Yes, yes, Damn. yes. Yes, okay. and well, we should have her um, join this uh, uh, join this show at some point as well. I think. Wait, who is, who is it? Who is it? Tell me, tell me, Mark. So her, her name is Nancy, uh -huh. and uh, she was involved in the uh, original um, uh, standing up of Ethereum. It was actually a, a lot of that was actually based in Toronto, uh -huh. and a lot of people don't know that the Ethereum Foundation was actually um, it, it was something that was really born out of the Toronto ecosystem. Um, right. So uh, out of the decentral uh, ecosystem. So you guys really had that street cred, man. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a lot of history behind uh, uh, the three of us founders, and uh, with that history as well, out of um, you know one of the original OG or original gangster groups of cryptocurrency. Um, it's very well respected, but uh, um, you know they. They've gone through a lot and, and and so has the industry and so we've been through a lot of bear markets and uh bull markets and we've seen the troughs and the ups and downs um but one thing's for sure is that you have to zoom out and mm -hmm. um really look at the secular trend of higher highs and higher lows when and in doubt zoom out yeah yeah exactly mm -hmm. <laughs> you got it mm -hmm. so how long have you guys been around you could pay yeah, so we've been around for uh, just over two years. Um, wow. We uh, we did launch uh, as well last year in June at the Futures Conference that you mentioned. So that's yeah. the biggest crypto conference in Canada. Also, it happens during Canada Crypto Week where there's a lot of other events and other places where you can go out and spend and interact with crypto. Uh, we have been onboarding businesses. Uh, we are at over 100 businesses that are using Pay for our online and our in-person tools. Uh, and we are scaling up uh, quite nicely this year in terms of our partnerships with uh, many acquirers and other partners that are in the payment space. So very, very excited about that. And of course, we're always striving to add more cryptocurrencies uh, into the uh, list of accepted cryptos. We're always looking to add more um, settlement options as well on the payout side. Uh, and everything wraps into the accounting system, which uh, you may have seen that integrates yeah. with QuickBooks as well as Xero. Um, I'm a former chartered accountant or CPA, so that that's my trade. I, I couldn't help but bake into some of those best practices and accounting best practices into the product. Uh, and combining that with the technical expertise of our CTO, Tomo, as well as our uh, blockchain expert, Nancy, um, you know, we've got a, a really... Uh, strong trifecta here to make uh, a, a valuable solution for for the users. No, man, that's great. As, as a former bookkeeper myself, I would say, uh, for me, like having the API connection to QuickBooks that I've noticed you guys have, and just the general interface, it's pretty easy to use, and uh, uh, it's quick too. You know, you don't sit there and wait. That's kind of like the, the thing that is revolutionary. For me to send a wire, like before that, I would send a wire from an exchange to a bank and I would wait for like 24 hours, sometimes even longer. But with you guys, I can do this literally within minutes, you know, transfer crypto and then do the whole thing. And and it's not like because I'm, I'm, not, I'm not like being paid by you guys. I'm not promoting you for money or anything like that. I'm just saying I'm the user and I really, really enjoy this uh, service because it really makes my life easier. And uh, 
I don't know. I feel like you've mentioned, you know, all your, your clients that you're rapidly growing. I feel like I have, I have a feeling you guys like are a hidden gem. Like, for example, I went to register for a futurist conference and I saw you guys are one of the payment options. And I thought that was amazing, you know, and I feel like more and more conferences just have to have you guys as a payment processor as well. Oh, thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, those are very kind words. And, uh, um, you know, one of the things that I think that really differentiates us is that our focus is primarily on that payment channel. And when we talk to a lot of the users, especially the ones that come from different verticals and have different needs, what we realize is that you have uh, a bunch of crypto payment companies that focus on general purpose payments. Um, they tend to focus on, let's say, online uh, and maybe a sliver of that online, which is checkouts. Um, for us, we focus on not only online checkouts, but there's subsets, as you've seen through the Futures Conference. So um, in terms of checkouts, you have a branch that's for events, and we have this mini Eventbrite style of checkout mm -hmm. where you can input your uh, ticket information of the people attending, the buyer, um, and you get all that information as well in the system. Uh, there's also one specifically for um, checkouts and donations. So, so for donations, we built in the know your donor information, which from a compliance perspective is an oh, yeah. important. Uh, and then also from an investment perspective. So we work with some companies that are doing um, either fractional uh, investing platforms, uh, some that are even regulated as well. And one thing that came up was uh, know your investor. So that know your investor information is also very important to bake in to these uh, modules, which aren't present in the other crypto payment companies that we've seen all over the world. And then in addition to that, what's coming is really exciting, which is um, recurring payments, uh, as well as things like lightning uh, on our payment channel uh, that will enable faster finality in terms of settlements. And, and of course, what's um, a lot of people are talking these days is the layer two protocols. So um, things like that will be also added to our system. So you've also mentioned some of the bullshit that's happening right now in the industry, right? Starting with FTX and with all the other companies that sort of went down uh, recently. And overall, there's a lot of FUD, you know, in the industry still. People don't know, like, is it going to be for a long time? There's a lot of developments in the United States. You know, the banks has collapsed. The signature bank has collapsed. Um, what what does that mean for you? What does that mean for you, Capay, for your industry? Does that make things for you much harder? Is that like a struggle for you guys, or is it actually, you know, you're you're protected yourself just because you're now kind of like the the one company standing that is, um, I would say, friendly to regulators? Like, where what's your opinion on the whole thing in, in from this position of you, Capay? Yeah, and that's an excellent question. We can't ignore the macro landscape. There's a lot that's been happening in the markets and it's still happening. Uh, we're seeing a lot of that uh, unwinding of the markets uh, these days, especially in the US with the bank fallouts. Um, for us, when we started off in our DNA, in our fabric, we always wanted to be on the compliant uh, and, and on the regulatory friendly side of business. And um, by building that way, it actually hasn't shifted much of our business because we've engaged in conversations with, with governments, with the regulators on a very frequent basis. And uh, our mission is really to bring those people that aren't in crypto into crypto and also give them a, a home to spend their crypto. Um, the other thing I would add to it is that uh, 
there are different types of crypto payment companies out there. And I think people should know that there are crypto payment companies that are number one located offshore. So they are located in uh, a different country. Maybe it's uh, somewhere on an island uh, and they have different regulations there. Um, and it's oftentimes not the most clear. Um, and, you know, there are companies that are specifically situated in that sector and they could be also facilitating payments primarily for uh, high risk industries like gambling. Um, and then there are other crypto companies like the, the second category I would like to call them are the ones that have a, a token. So uh, these crypto payment companies tend to issue a token and position that token in between the sender and the receiver of value. Now, when as a team, when we looked at payments, we went back to the original Bitcoin uh, white paper and digital peer-to-peer -peer cash. And we were thinking, well, what's the best way to enable efficient, fast, reliable payments, um, but still play in this arena where we operate and live under governments and still have um, regulations and we need to have these, these uh, guardrails for AML, for uh, KYC, KYB, and, and things like um, knowing whether money is coming from a terrorist organization or some nefarious organization. So by building a system in this third category, which is you could pay, we are um, regulated, we are onshore, we are partner friendly, as in we talk to the banks, we talk to a lot of the payment companies. Um, and, you know, my heart is in a lot of this blockchain technology. I love DeFi. Mm -hmm. I love the, the tools and the, and the code and the technology that this has brought us and and how it's improved our lives. But we can't ignore the fact that we need to collaborate as a team and in the broader economy in order for crypto to really take off. And really starting with that question, the um, uh, thesis that, hey, in order to get really broad crypto adoption, most of the payment channels that are operating today are owned by some of these bigger companies. And so in order for us to make that come true, crypto adoption come true, we need to partner with these companies. And that's how we actually position our strategy from the ground up is uh, from that. And, and that's also how we differentiate from the other two types of crypto payment companies. And I feel like um, based on what I'm understanding now from your response is that it's kind of a good thing for you because everything is falling apart right now and the strongest, the most regulated uh, companies are uh, standing. So, and you guys, you're basically the homies, you know, you're, you're in Canada, you're regulated, you're playing by the rules. Come with, come at me, bro. Come at me. Come on. What, what do you got to do? You know, something like that. But, uh, it's, it's great. Like even for me, for example, as, as a business owner, why, why I like, uh, working with you guys is just like, I don't need to, I don't need a headache of like thinking like, oh, I wonder where that company's headquartered or oh, I wonder where they're, whether they're like licensed and all that. I just need a Canadian company that is friendly with all the regulations and I can just use them for my bank. I don't need all this bullshit. You know what I mean? Like I just need, I just need a good service. That's all. And, and that just gives, I would say customers peace of mind, honestly, because there's so much other problems that people are taking care of about and, and care about in general. The last thing you want to do is just like get in trouble with financing and, and stuff like that. For you personally, you know, let's put your marketing business developer hat for a second. Um, in terms of acquiring like the perfect customer, let's talk about your ideal customer. And then let's talk about like the one customer that you really want to get as a client, you know, like for the payment processing. What do you have in mind? What do you have like that dream? 
Yeah, so that's an excellent question. And, you know, we spend a lot of time thinking about this as we try to build more adoption for crypto payments. Really, um, you know, there's, um, it, there's a gap between people's understanding of the risk of cryptocurrency, which is, in our opinion, up here, and the actual risk, which is down here. And as a company, as a team, we're trying to close that gap so that people really understand that this is just another form of payment. So you have your debit, you have your credit, and you have your crypto rails. And what it does is it's a value transfer system. It's a payment system. The mental model that we're enabling here is, un, is not too far off from someone you know, tapping a card or uh, in, in many cases in different parts of the world, scanning a QR to make a payment. And so um, when we look at who are the primary users of Yucapay, it really are the first movers into new technology, the ones that raise their hands and say, you know, we know that technology is going to give us a competitive advantage. We know that we have to be at the forefront of this in order to beat up the competition and future-proof our enterprise. So what we're seeing is that the enterprises that join us um, for our free accounts, that we, we get them set up on these free accounts, um, it's blown their mind. And uh, they see this alternative payment method uh, and they see the benefits of it and the reduction in their, in their costs, their improvement in their profit margins. Um, and whether that's online or in person, uh, it's, it's effective for both. Um, the other thing I would add is that uh, you, you talked about ideal customers. So mm -hmm. what we're seeing is that uh, in that 10 to 30% that are early movers, you have these three categories. The first category being online businesses. Um, you have online businesses that are um, already in the on the internet. They're already native to uh, things like gaming or NFT uh, or um, uh, other platforms that could be uh, in in this sort of uh, streaming or or gaming type of sector. Sometimes even the the, the online betting sector. Um, and so that is one category. Another category would be Web3. So Web3 and Web3 adjacent companies, blockchain protocols, uh, DAOs or decentralized autonomous organizations. Uh, we also have service providers, all the companies that service this Web3 economy, this digital economy that has been growing into a multi-trillion dollar economy now. And that includes things like, you know, great mar marketing companies, um, you know, great accountants, lawyers, uh, taxation specialists, consultants, um, you name it, and anybody that is facilitating uh, the development of Web3 companies, as well as the infrastructure. So you have staking and node and uh, middleware providers that are supporting this Web3 development as well. And so we're seeing a lot of traction on that front. Um, and then lastly, there is the mainstream. So, and I think that's the alpha that we, we're all holding our breath for is when are we going to be able to go down the main uh, on, on King Street or Main Street and be able to uh, uh, pay for my hotel or pay for my restaurant bill uh, or take my girlfriend or my wife or my husband uh, or my boyfriend to a nice place um, to pay for the Raptors game or maybe the Maple Leafs game. Um, so that kind of everyday spending use case is what we're after as well, in addition to the other segments. 
So you haven't mentioned, and and that's that's I totally agree with you on all the points, but you haven't mentioned your dream dream customer. But you did you did mention Raptors or Maple Leafs, <laughs> and I know that you're a Maple Leafs fan. Would you say MLSE is your ideal customer, dream customer? <laughs> yeah, well, you know MLSE is a a great organization. Um, you know they've got uh, lots of different departments within MLSE, including MLSE Foundation as well as uh, all the different sports franchises. Um, uh, that would be one of our dream customers for sure. Uh, and, uh, um, you know, we are, uh, huge Toronto, uh, sports fans. So whether it's the Raptors or the Marlies, um, whether it's, uh, uh, the Jays or any of the other sports teams, but, um, you know, MLSC obviously is one that, that has like the Raps and the Leafs, uh, that would be a dream come true for sure. I know. I'm with you. I mean, this is like like it's just MLSE and Drake. Those are the two customers in Canada that that you want to have. <laughs> and then and then yeah. you made it. Then the I mean, we're already blue and white, right? So exactly uh, uh, blue and white. The Leafs are blue and white. It's already a logical connection there. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think that would be uh, a great fit. So listen, man, I'm with you. We've talked about a whole bunch about all this theory, right? But I just want you to guide me through what's happening. And I know, I know this process, but I want you to tell our listeners and viewers as well. Uh, a quick case example, right? Let's say I'm a um, consulting company. You know, let's say I just do like I provide any kind of consulting, you know, um, marketing consulting, uh, law consulting or anything like that, construction. And so I am, you know... I, I, you know, I prom I'm a proponent of crypto and I would like to get paid in crypto. Uh, let's say I've um, KYB'd with YukaPay and I became a customer of YukaPay and I accept um, payments now via YukaPay. So let, what's happening? Let's say I have a client, I provided the service. Now I want to get paid by that client. How can YukaPay help me exactly step by step? Yeah, no, it's a, it, that's, that's an awesome question. And, and thank you for setting that frame too, because really anybody can be one of our users. Um, and depending on the channel in which you want to offer them payment, whether it's you sending them an invoice. So we have an invoicing platform where you log in, you're able to put the customer, the uh, billing details, the amount that you want to charge them, and you can send that off directly within our platform. They can get the invoice for the construction bill. They can get the invoice for the consulting gig um, or for even for monthly services. Uh, and then the customer will be able to choose from a variety of different connections. They can connect with their MetaMask. They can connect with uh, Trust Wallet or others. Uh, in addition, they could just pick from the QR option where they can pay with Bitcoin, Litecoin, Solana, uh, Ethereum, USDT, USDC, a multitude of different tokens. And then when the customer decides to make the payment, what happens is, is there is actually a 20-minute price guarantee between the merchant and the customer. Mm -hmm. So that removes all of the volatility. Uh, both sides know how much is the bill. So if it's a thousand bucks, it's that's it. Uh, that's going to be the bill. And there's a conversion that's uh, presented to the customer. They can either take their phone to scan the QR that appears on the screen to pay um, or they can copy the address into their computer wallet and send that uh, the, the crypto into the destination address that we spin up for the merchant. And then once the crypto hits the address, there's an instant conversion into stable funds. And similar to, you know, like a PayPal business account or uh, one of these 
traditional accounts where you have a balance as transactions come in. So if you have a, a $10 bill times 10, you have $100 that equals your balance. And then your $100, you can connect it to your bank account, any one of the big uh, or small banks in Canada. Uh, and we also have uh, a new integration for the US as well. So you can you can pay out in stable funds into your bank account directly. Uh, and in addition to that, they could also choose to pay out in stable coins. So that is one method, which is the online invoicing tool. Um, we do have other ones like the embedded checkouts. So that's another product that you can embed directly into your website. We have a lot of charities. We have a, a marketing company that uses it. And in less than two minutes, you can spin up this widget, basically like this checkout widget. You can put it into your website, one line of code that we generate for you. You put it into your HTML and there you go. You have a checkout instantly. Uh, now for the more sophisticated users like the Futurist Conference, they have uh, you know other, other uh, subsets of the checkouts that include the ticketing. And then even more advanced users like let's say FlyGTA. FlyGTA, they provide private chartered flights in the GT area. You can get a flight to New York, uh, to all the parts all parts of Canada, uh, and you can actually pay for your flights using cryptocurrency powered by YouCapay as well. And then they have a connection between their database and our data database to make that happen more seamlessly on a, on a checkup experience. Lastly, I'll just talk briefly about sure. point of sale. Point of sale wise, you could have your mobile phone on iOS or on Android, and uh, we have an app that looks very easy to use, like this. Uh, huh. You enter the amount on Wayne the is showing phone. the app. Looks like a calculator. <laughs> it's a calculator. <laughs> yes, yeah. and then you input the amount. You click next, and basically, um, I will show just one second the QR. Uh, this is boom. what comes up. And so there's then, a QR boom, code on his phone right now. Yes, there's a QR, and you can select. Uh, uh, Bitcoin, you can select from a multiple different cryptos and uh, you become a walking point of sale. You're a walking awesome. mobile acceptor of uh, any one of these cryptos. And so I can just go to my to my friends and uh, and family and relatives with my, with that QR code. And I was like, hey, guys, can you can you drop some crypto here, please? You know, we're we're uh, we're, we're hanging out after after today, you know, going to the bar where we're yes. pitching in. Let's I think let... you're onto something. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I think that maybe in the future for weddings, oh, you, there you go. <laughs> people should just have it there as a an our iPad, mm -hmm. and then people can just pay uh, crypto and they get dollars, mm -hmm. and then that's that goes into their uh, honeymoon fund or their, yeah, their, their, or... their wedding fund. Or any sort of entertainment clubs too. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Mm -hmm. yes, absolutely. <laughs> I'm just being yes. politically uh, correct here. <laughs> but in any case, th this is a, this is a great case, man. And I, I just really like the fact that you just in receive an invoice via email, and it's just like, hey, you, you received an invoice, and you see this PDF invoice basically, and then you click on the payment options, like a link, right? And you click on that, and it gives you the options, like, okay, what currency do you want to pay for? Uh, and uh, here's the wallet that you need to pay for, uh, to pay to, and you can just like either you know, take a picture of it or scan it and just like figure this out. Very, very user friendly. Um, Wayne, last question to you, and we only have five minutes left. So if really briefly, I've heard a lot of news in the United States right now that some states are going to accept tax payments in crypto. Are you secretly trying to pitch to CRA, to Canadian government to accept taxes in crypto as well? <laughs> yeah, we've, we've actually seen that implementation 
um, many, many years ago, even back in 27, 2018, a number of states um, had gotten on board. uh, And the way they would accept crypto for tax payments would be through a third party like ourselves. Um, They don't have to touch any crypto. They don't have to worry about any wallets with with the keys behind them. They don't have to do any trading. And really, I think it's a very seamless approach for government to embrace another form of payment for tax. And maybe they can collect even more revenue if they open up this channel for payment. Um, So um, yeah, I guess like uh, my short answer is that we are trying to push adoption in all facets of business and government. And uh, we would love to work with any local municipalities, with uh, any of the affiliated companies with the governments, uh, as well as the uh, different levels of government, provincial, federal, uh, any level of government uh, is all welcome. That is fantastic. Wayne, thank you so much for being a guest on my podcast. How can users, how can listeners and viewers uh, find JucaPay? Where do they go? Yeah, awesome. So we have lots of social media um, we're on YouTube, we're on Instagram, we're on LinkedIn, and the handle is Yukapay, E-U-K-A-P-A-Y. Also, you can visit us on www.yukapay.com as well. And uh, yeah, we'd love to hear from local businesses as well as ones that are international. We have a clientele that uh, extends beyond Canada, and uh, we would love to talk to talk to you. Wayne, this was a great chat. Um, it's very, very cool to see companies, especially Canadian companies, achieving such great success and, and just providing such a great product that is so convenient. I really appreciate your time and I hope we're going to speak again soon.